Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Eve Miss. We are back with 25 Days of Eve. In case you're new here, my name is Olivia Eve and I created this podcast on becoming a better version of our yesterday selves and just living a super productive but realistic lifestyle. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different things, honestly. There's not a specific topic that we're talking about. I know a few episodes ago I titled this, I Heard You Need a Friend. And this is kind of going to be similar where I just answer a few different things to you guys about – I mean, we're gonna, you're gonna you kind of know if you read the description, but I'm just going to be going through and answering some questions that you guys asked in my Instagram Q&A. So let's go ahead and get started. Question number one, how can I – start? I'm getting right into it. I just realized how fast that introduction was. I just want to get right into this episode. I'm excited to talk to you guys. I don't want to like have a long intro. It's been a long day. It's – what time is it? It's 10 o'clock p.m. right now. I have work tomorrow. And after I'm done recording this episode, I think I'm just going to get my outfit ready for work. Should I blow dry my hair tonight? I'll blow dry my hair tomorrow, but I'm going to get my outfit ready for work today. My room's clean. I cleaned it right before recording this, so I'm ready to just record and put on Love Island UK and go to sleep. But question number one, like I was saying, how can I start to wear less makeup? Um, I feel like if you're in a point in life where you feel like maybe in high school or middle school you wore a bunch of makeup and now as you're getting older you realize you want to enhance your natural features more and you don't want to have to take the time to do your makeup every day or just kind of pack all of that on your skin every day or just, you know, whatever. I think starting off it like is a good way, a good way to start off. Sorry, my words are getting all jambled up. A good way to start off is starting by wearing natural makeup. So instead of doing a full face of foundation and eyeshadow and eyeliner, maybe instead just do a little bit of concealer, blush, mascara, lip gloss. I feel like this way you're enhancing the natural features of your face, but you still have a little bit more makeup on because makeup is fun to do. So you're still going to have that little time in the morning where you could sit at your vanity, drink your coffee, do your makeup. You're still going to have that time to do that, but you're going to be able to enhance your natural features. And this will also get you more used to seeing your natural face and adapting to it. And it is kind of silly that like we have the most beautiful natural faces, but we always put stuff on top of it to cover it up. I feel like you never want to be a different person with makeup on. You know, you never want to be that person where someone's going to see you with makeup and then without makeup be like, oh my God, she doesn't even look like herself. You know, it's like, first of all, that person's rude for saying that and they suck but you don't want to be that like, you want to enhance your natural features you want to look like yourself we don't want to look like other people we should want to look like ourselves so I would start off by just doing a more natural makeup routine um TikTok has really good quick natural makeup routines I highly recommend watching so start off by doing more natural makeup and just being more confident in yourself like you look beautiful trust me like you you look beautiful the next question I got is how to maintain a balanced lifestyle during exams and not become totally school focused. My voice is getting a little bit nasally. I apologize. So I'm very guilty of this because I've been going through finals week and during finals week, I always get some type of cold. So this past week I've had finals and had a cold. That's why I missed a few days of recording and I'm like catching up on it. And you could tell because I'm still a little bit nasally. So I get a cold and I went through finals week. Like I always get a cold during finals week, I think, because the weather gets super cold and you're just super stressed. You're always staying up late and it could really take a toll on you. So I always get some type of cold or a little bit sick around finals week. It just always happens to me. So my biggest advice when it comes to doing this, I made a whole episode on kind of taking over finals week. My biggest advice when it comes to finals week is kind of just focusing 
and prioritizing your days. So make a finals week plan slash schedule where you decide what days you're going to do what, what days you kind of have to focus on what, whatever it is, because having this planner schedule is going to make you be able to throw things into your schedule, like working out or meal prepping or grocery shopping, going on your walk, journaling, whatever it is. Because when we're super busy with things, whether it's with work or with school, you know, with finals, or it's just your full-time job that's keeping you super busy, we always somehow forget to take care of ourselves. You know, we make sure the laundry gets done and, you know, there's food on people's plates that you have to provide for and that we're at work and we make our train and we read like we reach our deadlines, but we don't focus on going to the gym or meal prepping. We put ourselves last. And I think it's so common that under stress, you're going to put yourself last and not prioritize yourself and your mental and physical health. But I just feel like, you know, and someone else also has had an burnout out during exam period. It's the same thing. It's like if you don't take those mental health breaks, you will burn out during your exam period and you're just kind of kind of give up on yourself. And you might even be like, you know what, let me just get a bad grade on this exam because I can't do it anymore. I pushed myself to a breaking point. So if you want to avoid pushing yourself to that breaking point and avoid being in that kind of darker mental state, I really just recommend making a huge plan of your schedule. You can listen to my finals week episode where I talk about organizing finals because organizing finals is the reason that I was able to fo- like fit in working out and eating healthy into my schedule. But we are like, we're going to fall off track sometimes. Like I haven't worked out in a week and I haven't worked out because I had a cold. So when I tried running, I got way too congested for it. And that's why I didn't work out, but it was also finals week. So I had to prioritize my time there. And I was like, you know, maybe I can't go to the gym today. But at the end of the day, I think if I really wanted to go to the gym, I would have gone to the gym, whether not if I was sick, if I was sick, that I would not go to the gym. That'd be super selfish to the people around me and just not fair to my body. But if you really want to do something, you're going to do it. Obviously, unless you're sick, you should just stay home. But if it was just for like if it was just finals and I wasn't sick, me not going to the gym is kind of just setting an excuse for myself and being like, oh, you're not going because it's final, you know, but really like you're allowed to kind of take breaks from things and prioritize things instead of it. But if you don't want to burn yourself out and you want to really maintain a balanced lifestyle, I highly recommend planning everything out for finals because if you plan things out, you're going to be able to prioritize other things and put them into your schedule. The next question that I got is how to cope with change, whether it's jobs, friends, routines, etc. Also, not wanting to hang out with my old groups when they come home from college. Okay. So coping with change, like whether it's jobs, friends, routines, etc. And this might be a reason as to why you don't want to hang out with your old friends when they come home from college is because you're changing. That's why you don't want to hang out with them. You know, in my last episode, not my last one, in my I Need a Friend episode, definitely listen to it because I talk all about outgrowing people. So listen to that. But when it comes to changing, when it's like with jobs and routines, it's a part of life and it's a great part of life. And at certain moments, it might not feel like the best time of life because we get comfortable in routine and we just get comfortable in general. So in the moment, it might be like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, I totally don't want this change. I like where I go to school right now. I like my commute to school. I like the friends I see at school. I don't want to work this job and be in a new city and be with new people. I want to be comfortable. And I think in the beginning, it's always like that. And then once you get used to that, it's your new thing. But comfort isn't what helps us grow. You know, we only grow when we're comfortable. We get new mindsets when we're comfortable. We get into new routines when we're comfortable. So I really just think that when it comes to being uncomfortable, that's where you're going to grow the most. So 
change is hard and change is not easy and change can suck sometimes in the moment. But at the end of the day, there's a reason that you're changing and it's a good reason. I promise you that. So I highly recommend just sticking through it and just creating your, you know, revolving your new lifestyle around it and just knowing that this is helping you grow as a person and it's something that needs to happen with your in your life and the people that are meant to be in your life will follow you through it and will also be growing on their own different paths. But the people that aren't meant to be in your life will not align with that lifestyle and that is okay. The next question I got is five things to ask for for Christmas. I thought this question was really cute and fun to answer since we're so close to Christmas, literally in a week. Um, I'm not going to say five things. I don't really ask for things for Christmas. I mean, like the I asked my parents for an espresso, but I have like there's things that I own that I would recommend asking for. So I have a whole list on my Amazon storefront. I link it in my description. Literally just go to those links and I have Christmas wish list, that girl essentials, like bedroom essentials, any essentials that you could think of from Amazon, I do have. But just as an example of things that you can ask for for Christmas, if you want to live a more fun lifestyle or you just want these things, um, Hydro Flask is one of my favorite gifts. It wasn't even a gift. I bought it myself, but it's the, one of the best purchases I ever made. Hydro Flask, a journal, whether it's a mental health journal or a Bible journal, books. I love reading, so maybe books from a certain genre or something. Candles and oil diffusers. I love candles and oil diffusers. Um, Nespresso is the best thing ever. I used to get a Starbucks brown sugar shake and espresso with oat milk every single day before work. And ever since I got my Nespresso and learned to make my own coffee, I've been a lot, a lot better about it. So definitely Nespresso. Um, and what else? I'm trying to think of what else I've asked for. Um, I didn't really ask for things. Set active clothes, set active workout sets. My best friend Stephanie has a brand called The Happy Camper. Cutest loungewear ever. Highly recommend purchasing from there. So those are some things that you could ask for for Christmas that I really love and that I think you'll really like as well. The next question that I got is what are your favorite glute exercises? It's a little bit hard for me to like tell you guys them I feel like like just without giving you a visual representation. The number one person I'm going to tell you to go follow on TikTok right now is Nikki Font, N-I-K-K-I-F-O-N-T. I had a podcast episode with her. Highly recommend listening to that podcast episode, but she has really, really good glute and ab workouts. Like, I mean, all around amazing workouts and Olivia Poling. So oh, Olivia, like my first name, and then P-O-L-I-N-G also has amazing workouts. Um, I follow their TikToks and their Instagrams literally amazing glute and ab workouts. I follow them both religiously through their journeys, not even joking. So I highly, highly recommend looking on TikTok for glute workouts, but I'm trying to think of some that I do because I I use machines a lot. Like obviously I do squats, I do lunges, jump squats really help me. Fire hydrants are huge, but I hate just telling you guys them without giving you a visual representation because if I didn't work out regularly and someone just told me this, I'd be like, what are you talking about? So I highly recommend just following those people on Instagram and they'll be able to give you a better idea of what it looks like. And those are the ones that I follow. Um, whenever I'm on TikTok and I see a workout that I like or an influencer that I like posting something like that, Right away, I save it to my favorites, and then next time I'm at the gym, I like save it to my videos and and do it. So that's something I highly, highly recommend. The next question I got is advice for freshmen in college on how to make connections on LinkedIn and how to get internships. So this is something that I'm actually proud to talk about because I feel like this is something I did really well in. So for me, when I 
my first internship was my summer going into my freshman year of college. And I've had an internship every single summer that I was in college, whether it was a virtual one because of COVID or it was an in-person one, whatever it was. I was always trying to find new jobs and create new LinkedIn connections. My number one thing is you have to kind of just not be afraid to get rejected, which might sound like, what do you mean rejected? Like freaking out, panic mode. But something that's really nice about, um, you know, hold on. I just got my final grade. Guys, I just got a notification. I always put my phone on do not disturb, but for some reason I it wasn't this time and I just got one of my final grades back. Should we check it together? Should we check it together? I'm not confident about this one, so I'm scared. Let's see. It's loading. Oh, I got a 90. Okay. You know what? I'm not that mad about it. I'm not that mad. I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad because we had an exam and a final and I got an 80 on the exam and a 90 on the final, which is better than the other way around. But anyways, we're going to stop talking about that. Um, So yeah, speaking of LinkedIn, do not be afraid to get rejected and reach out to someone and have that on answer you. So this is my step-by-step on what to do. Like this is the step. I'm going to give you a step-by-step. If you want to get internships and connect with people, this is exactly what you're going to do. Okay. Number one, you're going to create a LinkedIn account. You're going to create a resume, create a LinkedIn, have, you know, your bio, everything like ready and set up. Number two thing you're going to do, what field are you in? Are you in finance, marketing, fashion, business, whatever it is that you're in, you want to find companies that align with your field. So marketing, I'm going to look at all the best marketing agencies in New York City because that's the city I want to work in and that's the field I want to work in. If I'm in finance, I'm going to do the same thing, right? So that's what you're going to do. And then you're going to go onto LinkedIn and you're going to, your LinkedIn setup, you have your experience in, you have your biography in, you have your profile picture set up, your resume is connected. You're going to go onto your search bar. And also you guys can totally add me on LinkedIn. I'll add you back and everything. So the next thing that you're going to do is you're going to go into the search bar of LinkedIn and you're going to search up the company that you want to work for. So as a marketing major, I search for companies like Anomaly and Ogilvy and Widening Kennedy. Those are really good marketing agencies. And I'll search for those marketing agencies. And then once I search for them, LinkedIn has a cool tool where you can look at the people who work at that agency. So you go to the company, people, and then you could click the city that they live in. So you could click the city that's close to you. You could click people who graduated from the same school you go to, anything like that. You click onto that and now you're going to get a list of hundreds or maybe thousands of people who work at this company and that also live in the same city as you or maybe go to the same school as you. And literally what I do is I press connect. I read their description a little bit to like figure out what like who they are, what they do. And I will click connect on all of those people that I'm like, okay, this person looks like that I want to talk to them. Connect, 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 like 50 people, right? You're going to do this all in one night. You're just going to connect. It's so easy. It'll take you 10, 15 minutes. The next day, once you kind of start to get, or maybe next, like then next week or something like that, once you kind of start to get exceptions from the connections that you sent, you're going to message these people. So the reason you have to connect first is because you can't get their contact info until you connect. So once you connect, you'll be able to have access to their contact info, like their email. So then when you can get their email and something that you could do is you can set up an email that you're going to send to these people. You don't have to retype everything every single time. No one expects that, especially if you're going to be sending out a bunch. So type out an email. Hi. And this is what you could say in the email. Hi, my name is, and I'm a student at 
people are always more enticed to talk to students rather than people who graduated college because they see that you're young and that you're driven and motivated. So hi, my name is and I go to school at blank studying blank. I saw your page on LinkedIn and I wanted to hear more about your position as blank at blank. Next paragraph. I have experience here and do this like you can mention your side passion like for me I would say I have experience interning for these companies and I have my own podcast blah 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 next thing I would love to talk to you about a possible internship or just hear more about your position at blah blah and how you got there please let me know if you're available to chat via email or via phone call and I would can't wait to hear from you or something thank you, best, put your name, attach your resume, and that's it. Like that's something. And you could copy and paste that message, obviously edit a few things in it. And you're going to send out all those emails. You could send out 50 emails and get three responses. So that's why I'm saying like, it's okay to get rejected and have people not answer you. People are very busy. So it's totally normal. But just sending out those emails is such an important thing to do and to kind of get out there. So I highly, highly recommend doing that. And you will get people that answer you. And then I know it could be maybe a little bit scary to get on your first phone call with someone who works at a company that you want to work at because you're going to feel like, oh, is this an interview? But at the end of the day, it's not an interview. I've connected with people who are just like wearing sweatpants and they're just in their house talking to me. Or you could even do a phone call and not a FaceTime. And it's like honestly such a cool experience because you're just talking to someone you would have never met before. And it makes you realize how many people are in this world and have different journeys. And you get to benefit from yourself because you get to have like you get to be on someone else's network. These this is someone that's gonna think of you when their company is looking for a full time job and they're gonna be like, Hey, there was this one girl who reached out to me when she was only eighteen years old. Like that girl's got, you know, she's got drive. Like, let's reach out to her for this job. You're gonna be in the back of their minds. They'll know your name. Like, let's say the boss is like, oh, or the hiring manager is like, oh, we have an application from this girl and she seems really cool. And then someone in the office is like, oh, I've talked to her. You know, I've networked with her. Right away, you're in. You know what I mean? So there's so many advantages. And you can also hear more about the position that you wanna work for and learn more about the tasks and daily things that you'd have to do to work there. So, I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to it's just like it's okay if you kind of have to take a few, you know, you have to kind of get declined a little bit, but it's totally okay. The next question I'm going to answer is how to stop tying your worth to your grades and how to accept failure sometimes. This is really good timing because of the grade exam I just got. And yes, I didn't fail it, but I'm going to share something with you guys that I don't talk to a lot of people about, but I would talk to you guys about this because you guys are my friends and we need to realize not everyone in this world is perfect. So I'm going to talk to you guys about this. When I was in high school, I failed a class. Um, I failed a math class. I don't remember if it was algebra or geometry, but it was one of them. I don't remember if it was like algebra two or geometry. I don't remember, but it was one of them. And I failed this class. I was never good at math. I always had a math tutor or something and I was really just bad at math. Like I did all my homework, but when it came to the tests, I always failed. So um, I failed math when I was in high school. I failed the math class and I had to either take summer school to make up that class or I had to take it the next year. And I remember being like, my parents like weren't letting me take summer school because of our vacations or something. So I was like, okay, I guess I have to take it the next year. So I was so embarrassed to have to take it with people who were in the grade below me. And I remember just feeling like such a failure and just feeling so disappointed and ashamed in myself for failing a class and having to take it again and everything. So I feel like 
when it comes to stop tying our grades around our worth, it's like never – I read this once and I'll never forget it. Never confuse education with intelligence. Never confuse education with intelligence. But also I don't think that there should be an excuse for us to stop trying hard in school. The way that I started trying harder in school was I didn't make school school. I made school competition with myself and another reason to work hard for something, but I didn't necessarily make it like your grades have to be good because I used to be that way. And I am a little bit like that. Like you guys saw, I just got like not the best grade and I was like, oh, like I'm kind of mad because I feel like I should have done better. Right. So I feel like just you have to realize that school and your that number on the test doesn't define who you are. And that could be a hard thing to kind of think about, especially when you're in a little bit of a darker place and you're like, no, like I need to do good on that exam. You don't understand. Like I can't not have a 4.0 GPA. Like I, I literally just need to be better at that. So I think that it, when it comes to, um, when it comes to kind of being very, obsessed with our school grades and defining it with our worth, it becomes very unhealthy and it makes school not fun. And yes, school is not really meant to be fun, but it's not meant to be miserable either. You know, it's kind of just meant to be something that you're supposed to do and something to help you grow. So I think making it a little competition with yourself, but not pushing yourself to the edge is a really good way to make sure that you're doing good in school, but it's not pushing you over the edge and making you burn out because I've definitely been in that position where I've let my grades define who I was and what I was worth. But then I've also been at a place where I've and like right now I'm at a place where I'm going to pass, you know, and I'm going to do everything I can to get a good grade, but I'm not going to let it ruin my day or ruin my mental health. I'm not going to let it get to that place. Like at the end of the day, I prioritize my podcast over school and maybe that's not the best thing to say as a student, but I do because this is my passion. This is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. School isn't for the rest of my life, but this is. So I think when it comes to that, it's like you kind of just have to think to yourself, this has to be my priority right now, but not the priority for the rest of my life, you know? So that's my advice when it comes to kind of just getting that out of your self-worth image because it shouldn't be that way. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I know it was a little bit shorter, but I really just wanted to get on here and talk to you guys and hopefully this just felt like you were talking to your friend. I'm kind of just making my episodes a lot more casual. I feel like I'm doing this because it's Evemus, but I am going to also have guest episodes. Like guest episodes haven't completely gone away. I know a lot of you prefer when I do solo episodes, but I think having guest episodes is more of like a formal, we're learning more about this person and we're learning more more about this certain topic where this right now, what I just recorded is more like I'm on FaceTime with a friend and I'm upset and this is something I need to hear. So I think it's two completely different vibes, but also very, very huge. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you in the next one. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. I love you. Bye.